Welcome to the HIT Podcast, HIT, Human Resources, Insurance, and Technology. I'm your host, Toby Kennedy. Thank you so much for joining us. Join us every week. My goal is to go through all the moving pieces in the space of human resources, insurance, and technology and be a worthy follow for you. A brief bite size once a week. Drop it into your feed on Tuesdays. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. And with all that being said, This week's episode is brought to you by Montage Insurance Solutions, and let's jump right into your weekly hits. This week's episode is going to cover the employer requirements surrounding the health and welfare side of Form 5500, sometimes called the forgotten filing. Now, many employers are familiar with their responsibilities with respect to Form 5500 on the retirement side, but there is a whole health and welfare piece to this that employers either A, sometimes aren't fully aware of, or B, could use a little diving deeper into some of the nuance of. And you might trigger it with things like medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, even the account-based products, right? Like your healthcare FSA, for example. The rules surrounding 5500s have changed and shifted a little bit through the years. And the bottom line for employers that do trigger filing requirements is that the last day of the seventh month following the plan year is a deadline. Now, obviously not every plan out there has their health insurance aligned with the calendar year, but many employers out there do. So if you have a health insurance plan year that lines up with the calendar year, you have a deadline of July 31st, right? Because the plan ran from January through to December. Seven months later, the seventh month is July. And the last day of July is, checks notes, the 31st. So July 31st is a spot for you guys to need to file your 5,500. Now, There is an automatic extension available to employers. It's a two and a half month extension if you file it ahead of time. So if you're not sure about your 5500 and you wanna revisit it, you wanna check on it, you want a little bit more time, you can always file that extension. Also, if you don't have a, a calendar year plan, not everybody does, you may need to do your own math on when it's due for you, but again, The seventh month later, the last day of that month is a filing deadline for employers that trigger the need to do a 5,500. A lot of employers out there, I think, are leaning on the sub 100 employee exception. Because if you don't have 100 employees covered on the plan, you might not need to do your 5,500. But what I will say is that a lot of employers maybe think, well, I've only got 70 people on my plan and they're talking about medical. But what often first triggers the need to file is if you have a basic life insurance plan or disability plan that covers everybody. Do you have 100 people covered on that plan? So for employers that are sort of in the neighborhood of, you do want to check into and make sure and learn about some of the nuances of exceptions or check into whether or not you have health and welfare form 5500 filing responsibilities. Once you've figured out each applicable health and welfare plan that you're responsible for, the employer should receive information from the insurance carrier or the TPA with the necessary information to complete what's called the Schedule A. It's information like the insurer's name, premiums collected, commissions paid out, covered lives, those sorts of things. 
some carriers will initiate this communication, but others will lean on the employer to reach out to them. Now, montage here, we always initiate that as well. Your broker consultant might do that for you, but it's important to know that this is ultimately an employer liability. At the end of the day, it's up to you to make sure this is done properly. You'll typically need to get it prepared to the point where it's ready to go, and then you need to log in, you need to submit, you need to file this with the IRS. So once the Schedule A's are gathered and everything's built in, you transmit. And you want to make sure that you're getting this done because there are fines. So if you have any questions before you submit everything, you can always work with your carrier, your broker, your consultant, your TPA, make sure everything's good to go, and then transmit. This is the 5,500 requirement in addition to the retirement piece, right? So you've got your health and welfare 5,500. And these, I think, were some of the key things to know about it. That's all the time we have this week on the HIT Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. Join us next week, Tuesday. And until next week, make this the best week yet.